I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. <laughs> this month is... Wow! Oh, oh Mays, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. <laughs> so that this promo can remain evergreen. McCavity. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Sit Wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> I'm Hallie Labonte welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. What a treat and a treasure, my friends, my dear brothers and sisters out there. I'm walking through the Bible, as you know, in my morning devotional, and I just discovered a great story in 2 Kings 2, where Elisha is on his way up to Bethel, and some kids come out, and they start calling him Baldy. And so Elijah cursed them and got God to send some she-bears to maul all 42 children to death. And I was like, oh my, what on earth? But then I sat and you know what? I meditated on God's words and I realized that there's a couple ways to look at that story. And I'd rather you not think about the mass killing of children because of the bruised pride of a prophet. I want you to think about how God will race to your defense if you call on him. So call on him today, my friend. He is listening. He is powerful and he cares for you. Okay, well, it's time to get my co-host out here. Please welcome Gray Howes, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry, Hallie. I'm, a, I'm really tired. Yeah. Uh, just, I'm sorry about that yawn. Yeah, what's going on, buddy? Well, Hallie, uh, we were here at the church all night long and all day before and all night long the other night having a vigil, a candlelight vigil. Oh. Because one of my students, her name is Kinsey Condon, she went missing 
and oh no, we were all pretty worried. Yeah. So we've got oh, we had all the climax kids come. They were all upset, and we said we're going to hold a vigil until Kinsey comes back. Oh, what happened? Well, we weren't sure for a while. I you know I had to prep them, Hallie, because you know. 50% of the time when one of these things happens, the, the kid doesn't come back. I said, uh, you know, she could be dead. She yeah. could be kidnapped. Yeah. Those are usually the two outcomes. That's right. And I said, we should just prep for that, guys. But uh, we should also be praying uh, that she, you know, is delivered. Her parents didn't know where she was. The, oh, no. the local police did not know where she was. Oh, no. And we prayed, Hallie, and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and we sang and then we prayed some more. And we, uh, you know, got out some sleeping bags. We slept in the gym. We got new candles, we relit those, and then it turns out Kinsey had gone up to Chicago with a couple of guys she met on Snapchat oh. to go see the Amigos. What's the Amigos? You know, Hallie, I'm not sure. I think it's a rap group. Oh, they sound no. maybe like they could be Latino. Oh. But I said, you know, guys, uh, I, all I know is the music's not positive. It doesn't glorify God. Okay. And I, I, I just used it as a learning experience for my kids because I said, you start listening to the Amigos. The next thing you do, you're lying to your parents. Yep. You're, you're connecting with some older guys online. Uh -oh. You're going to Chicago for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And then everybody back here is pretty worried. <sighs> and it reminded them that, you know, once you start to slip, yeah. you know, a lot of th a lot of things ha start to happen after that. That's right. Slippery slope. Play right. with fire. Get burned. I cannot find a single song by the Amigos either. And I'm like, she said they were playing the United coliseum oh really and i said okay never heard of these guys and they're playing where the bulls play that's what she said huh that's weird so well, yeah that 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 was my last 48 hours hallie but oh, we prayed it back and i'm gonna great. have a chat with her this week well you know god came through he delivered didn't he he did absolutely. and you just need a nap you just need to uh get rested up you know i know um uh, but how was your week oh it was so good as you know um the weekend services i don't know if you were there steve's message was on the armor of god from ephesians oh man it was so good you know the armor of god you know girt your loins with truth put on the breastplate of righteousness shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace shield of faith you you know, quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and all that. And of course, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Well, anyway, Steve got into how, and I had never thought about this. And I thought it was so cool. Steve got into this thing about how the armor of God is for defense. That's right. It's not for offense. And so when you see these other pastors and churches out there trying to cast out demon, talk about playing with fire. Steve was saying, that's why we don't get into that. We are a defensive, you know, we are on the defense against darkness. Right. We don't go out there and try to welcome in this wickedness by getting into things like casting out demons and all that stuff. You know, that's some churches try to do that and they're really getting off base. You know, they're just, uh, that's just. That's just not what God is calling for when, when he says to put on the armor of God. And, you know, it sort of makes sense now that why Christians are so defensive. Isn't that so neat? I think that's great. And, you know, I think it's cool, too, because, you know, I tell people when they say, hey, do you guys do some of that stuff like go cast out demons? I say no, but we've got an awesome video series. And that's going to give you kind of the same experience of going to a place to have some entertainment, like seeing a demon maybe be cast out. I'm going to say, hey, we've got a six-part series on the joy of marriage or whatever, and it's going to be at a very high production value. Yeah. That's right. I remember being at some kind of Pentecostal church when I was younger and um, seeing a demon get cast out. And, um, you know, then later I went to high school with that same girl, got demon cast out. Turned out she just had epilepsy. Oh, really? 
And so I just feel like there are very real principalities and powers. There are very real angels and demons swirling around us all the time in a constant spiritual warfare and battle for the eternal destiny of our soul. And there are demons like climbing the walls of this place right now trying to get at us. But you know what? We got on the breastplate of righteousness and we have girt our loins, right? With the word of God. Absolutely. out with two blessed to be stressed, which means it's time to move on to two anointed to be disappointed, just like Korah tried to oppose Moses's leadership and God made the earth swallow him up. You're going to be positively swallowed up with joy when you meet our guest today. Please welcome Cecily Peacemaker. Hey gang. Hi, hey, welcome. Cecily. So am, good to see you. I am. couldn't be more pleased uh, to be here with you guys. Now, is it Cecily or Cecily? Cecily. Cecily. I like that name a lot. That's really unique. I don't know another Cecily. Uh, the, the only one I know is uh, a dog. Oh, are you a dog person or cat person? I I kind of love all animals. Oh, I do too. Aren't they great? Yeah. It, what What's your favorite animal? Who I broke? Oh, I'd probably say what animal is whatever animal is closest to me and yeah. is being the nicest. That's right. Yeah. Have you ever had an animal not be nice? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, no. I was wondering about the teeth, uh, the little uh, bite mark on your arm there. I once was walking by this cage that had a little raccoon in it, and I'm thinking, you know, great, he's in there prime petting you know opportunity right here yeah. and i kind of like you know obviously put my hand in there to pet oh. him and you wouldn't believe he bit me now oh. where were you that you were in a place with a raccoon in a cage my mother's backyard really where yeah. are you from i'm from ohio yeah. okay that makes sense oh, just next door that's so cool yeah you know i see uh raccoons in cages all the time because i used to work at buca de beppo and um, when I would take the garbage out at night, we had traps back there trying to get the raccoons from getting into the garbage. And you know what I would do? I would open them up and let the raccoons back out so they could go back and spend the night with their family and not die. That's really special. I, I like a raccoon, too. I like an animal who dunks their food. I, I like watching, uh, you know, the raccoon's hands. Yeah. I, it's, it's so funny to me how God works because you have all these other animals have paws and here's a raccoon that has human hands. Yeah. Name one other animal that has human hands. Uh, chimpanzee. Uh-huh. A squirrels use yeah. their hands. Right. Um, I like animals gorillas? who use their hands. I like them. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Orangutans. Oh, okay. Hmm. More than I thought, huh? So Cecily, tell us a little bit about what brought you here to Twin Hills. Um, well, I am excited cause I, um, I feel like I, I come bearing gifts. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's not frankincense and it's not myrrh. I, I am coming here with the promise of a strong body and a strong mind for Christ. Yes. I am coming here, um, to offer you all CrossFit. Oh, that is so cool. I mean, I have to say I am very excited. You're the first person that is familiar with CrossFit that we've had on the program. And I have to say I've talked a lot about CrossFit to Hallie and, uh, you know, she doesn't get it. And so um, it's just great to have you here. So I know you work over here at CrossFit Rage. Rage on. Oh, and That's cool. So tell us a little bit. How did how'd you make your way, way there and how did you find yourself here at Twin Hills? I, um, you know, I got into CrossFit cause I was at a point in my life that, uh, you know, I, I played some sports in high school and, and after high school, what do you do? Uh-huh. Right. You know, like your life is kind of over. Yeah. You, uh, um, there's nothing really to look forward to. Yeah, it's all You're, downhill. Yeah. So, you know, high school's the best years of your life and, 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 and everything's going downhill and you, and your body's already in decline and, That's right. uh, you know, it, it's sorry. 
I kind of derailed myself here. I got into it because I was feeling like kind of like crap. Mm, yeah. Right. Excuse me, but yeah. I was feeling like crap about myself. And yeah. I needed someone to uh, pick me up in a in a mean way. Oh yeah. And uh, I started watching all these Facebook ads for you know local CrossFit competitions, and I started feeling excited for the first time in <gasps> in a year. Oh yeah. And uh, I just thought, if I don't go there, yeah. Then I'm never gonna go there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you you're seeing these Facebook ads and you're going. Excuse yeah. me. Oh, oh you got to hydrate. Wow, that is the biggest uh, gym cup I've ever seen. What what's in there? Well, I don't like um uh, I don't like water bottles. Right. Because they slip out of my hands. Sure. My hands are very small. Oh. Um. That's probably an 84 ounce drink container. Yeah, it's called the Corenta. Oh, yeah. what do you got in there? Is it like protein? What do you got in there? Uh, to be honest with you, it's it's iced tea and water. Oh, um, and that's because I have been trying to hydrate more, uh-huh. um, but I hate the taste of water. Really? Okay. Yeah. You know, I've heard that's a thing that some people it's like um, not being able to taste cilantro. Yeah. They also think that water tastes like soap. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. There are some people that can survive by not drinking any water. Did you know Jesus actually didn't like water? Is that true? That's why he walked on top of it. What about the CrossFit workout is it that you love so much? Watching it. Watching it? Yeah. Oh, you watch these people go through a circuit? Uh, Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. You're watching watching people at just an absolute elite level and sometimes at a, you know, a a dog level lift weight that they shouldn't be. Wow. Right. That's so cool. Like they shouldn't be because it's bad for their body? Yeah. Oh, wow. Devastating for your joints. Oh. And do you have a particular CrossFit regime that you really enjoy doing? Oh, God. Um, doing? Right. Uh, w- which of the workouts is your most favorite? Uh, oh, you haven't done it? Uh, no, I have not. Well, you just work there. And yeah, I, but I watch. And I could tell you, I could tell you back to front what it looks like. Yeah, so you're an enthusiast. Yeah. You're like a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but a lot of people call cheerleaders athletes. You know, I feel like you must see this all the time with your Climax kids, Gray. Like, you got to have something to believe in so that you don't get into drugs and into the streets. Yeah, that's right. You know, I tell all my kids as soon as they are seniors, I say, you've got to find your bliss. Mm. You've got to find that thing that makes you get out of bed in the morning. And you've got to find that thing that you dream about Mm -hmm. when you put your head on that little pillow at night. And for me... You know, that is going to be youth and it's going to be CrossFit mm-hmm. and it, mostly in that order, but sometimes CrossFit first. So it sounds like we've got someone here that really found CrossFit to be also her bliss, a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to encourage you, Cecily, to maybe get out there and try it because watching it is actually not even the most fun part of it. Well, I'd love to try it, but I get uh, I get back acne when I wear sports bras. Okay. Well, what now? What are the things that you observe, and and what are the things that you've learned by being an enthusiast of CrossFit? Uh, big one for me was is learning um, what a what an actual muscular woman looks like. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that was kind of a turning point for me oh, because you neat. are very tall. How tall are you? Um, I'm about six five. Six five small hands. You're right. Very I, small. 
those small hands might make it harder to do. Pull-ups are a big thing in CrossFit, aren't they? Yeah. I've never done one single pull-up in my entire life. I mean, it's pull-ups, it's push-ups, it's, it's hang clings, it's jerks. You right. know, we got all these things that kind of require hands. Yeah, yeah, and the thing about, you know, a lot of those things is if your hand can't grip around what I would consider, you know, a two or three-inch diameter bar mm-hmm. or a, you know, kettlebell, um, you're not going to have a very easy time. And, you know, when I'm looking at your hands, mm-hmm. uh, Cecily, they do uh, sort of remind me of what we were talking about earlier, which are a raccoon's hands. Mm-hmm. They are perfectly proportional, but they're very small. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and hold my two fingers out here if you could grip them. Yeah, oh, see, her hands doesn't doesn't even quite go around the Whoa. two fingers. But you've got very thick, those are very thick fingers. Uh, right, and and the, those are very small hands. And I'm not saying that that yeah, should no, deter you. I'm not getting, I'm not, I'm not getting defensive. You know what? I have mentioned CrossFit to my kids. Uh, a lot of times I just say, um, you know, guys, you have a lot of time to get your body to look like mine or to, you know, make it look more perfect. Right now in high school, we want to focus on the cross. And then after high school, we'll f- focus on the fit. I love that. And what I, what I, where I disagree with you is I think that then we're actually combining them with CrossFit quite, quite literally and figuratively. Okay, I'm not getting defensive. I'm just saying. That's well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I, I'm, okay. I'm not even getting offensive, All so right. why would you get defensive? I have no Ooh, idea. Oh, look, we're right back to the armor of God. Look at that. That's so cool. So the way I met you, Sass, is because I saw you putting up your posters trying to recruit some good Christian folks to get over to Rage. Yeah. And I walked up and I said, now who is this tall drink of water who's got more legs than a bucket of chicken? And you introduced yourself as Peacemaker. And I said, well, that definitely sounds like somebody that I want to have in my life. And I said, you got to come on the pod. Now, is that Gene or Davis on the poster? Uh, it's it's a Davis. It's a Davis? It looks like Gene or Davis. Well, it's not Gene, it's Davis. No, I'm saying, is that Gene or Davis? Oh, you're talking Davis. about, you're talking about uh, from Field of Dreams. Right. Gene or Davis. The, w- w- remember when that beautiful movie, Hollywood movie star and Madonna and, um, and Rosie O'Donnell were playing um, baseball, and Tom Hanks said no crying in baseball. That Gina Davis, right? Is it Gina Davis? It's it's Davis. I'm surprised you don't actually do the CrossFit sets because your body is a temple, and it looks to me like you're taking good care of the temple. You can't even imagine how much that means coming from you. Oh, I, I have virtually no muscle mass. All I can barely do is get my ten thousand steps in. I'm obsessed with my Fitbit, and half time doesn't work because my son pushed me in the pool. <laughs> I mean, just like the, the just boys, you know, teenage boys. What what human trash? Gray, maybe you can enlighten Sess and me. Why do boys got to pick up a lady and throw her in the ocean, push her in the pool? Why do they got to do all that? What's wrong with them? Uh, well, you know, um, something I like to say to my guys is, hey guys, if you're gonna pick up something uh, like a uh, like a woman and throw her in a pool or a, a lake, because you're right, Hallie, they do want to do that. I have that instinct. When I see a woman by a pool, I want to pick her up and throw her in the pool. I think it's just inherent to uh, uh, the nature of a guy. Oh. I just say, hey, guys, maybe check that instinct, especially these days that's kind of looked down upon. Oh. And maybe just, you know, this is another good uh, pitch for CrossFit. We can go throw a lot of heavy things around in a gym's gym-like setting of course if it does if it is happening at climax uh, during the summer and whatnot i don't necessarily put a stop to it i also think females need to get used to that feeling of being picked up that's true and you know what i feel like god spoke to me while you were explaining that and you know what god said to me is that that instinct in those fellas 
it's kind of maybe what Jesus had and John the Baptist had, and it's to baptize people. That's it? right. You know, I did want to say, says, that you know who else has small hands? Oh. Our president. And I think you should feel really good about that because if this man can become president with such small hands, maybe small hands are a sign of what it takes to become a, a leader, which is discernment, wisdom, you know, patience, um, like Abraham Lincoln, learning to know when to hold your tongue, all these great qualities of leadership that our president has, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe, um, maybe you could be a future president. Doubt it. You know what? I doubt it too, because I really don't think we will have a woman. I don't think we really ever will have a female president. And you know, that could be for a number of reasons. Um, one is that other presidents would just pick her up and throw her around. Yeah. You know what I mean? She'd be at the G20 or the seven or whatever it is. And um, all the other presidents would be throwing her in the pool. Yeah. Well, just like Josiah reached the throne by the time he was eight, I'm going to reach into the mailbag, everybody. Here we go. Cecily, you ready to answer a question from a Hiller? Please. Here we go. Dear Twin Hillers, I am in desperate need of some Bible-based advice. My husband and I sit in the back of the auditorium on the aisle with our one-year-old daughter because I don't want her in the nursery with all the other children because she's not vaccinated. Recently, however, during a prayer, I noticed that when we bowed our heads, the man who always sits behind us will yawn during the prayer. And when he does this, a stream of saliva shoots out of his mouth and onto our belongings. I'm worried for my daughter to be exposed to his DNA, but I'm unsure what to say to my brother in Christ. I would like to speak to him, but 1 Corinthians 14.34 says that women should remain silent in church. They are not allowed to speak, but must be in submission as the law says. How should I communicate with him? My worry, since I cannot speak in church. Peace, worried mother. Whoa, that's a tough one. You know, this is this is when you really see the magic and the power of, of the Lord, because it feels like this question is tailored to everything that I was trying to talk to you guys about today with CrossFit. Oh, really? Yeah. We get a lot of kids that come in and they're not vaccinated. And the, the reason they're doing CrossFit so early is because working out is a vaccination. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. So you don't need totally any sure, of that, yeah. that liberal poison yeah. when you could be having, yeah. you know, your own blood that God gave. I mean, you're going to tell me that God is giving you blood that isn't, that can't withstand a germ? That's insulting to my Lord. Right. He gave us immune systems. Yeah. You just have to work those immune systems out so they get stronger. We have antibodies. When something you're exposed to uh, enters your body, then your body sends antibodies there. And it's almost like a little spiritual warfare taking place, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's so cool. You know, I often say if someone is yawning in church, I say, hey, why don't you rearrange the letters of that yawn? And you got way... Way in, mm. way in, Wayne. Oh, like way, a way in. A way in. Does that word mean something I don't know? Well, if you, if you just let me explain it. You have, I mean, you have all the time in the world. Please explain. You've got a way in. And a, 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 I'm saying there's an I there, but you can kind of say like there's a way in. A yawn is Ooh. a way in Ooh. to a conversation. Mm-hmm. How? Well, I'm trying to say it. If you just give me a moment you need a so yawn, much time a yawn is a way into a conversation that you can have about uh god jesus christ or whatever i don't believe you've ever said that before in your life i've said it every time i've ever seen anybody yawn i really, I really have i promise i believe it 
I, you know, yawning, I think, is just you need more oxygen. Is that right? The body right, needs right. more what oxygen. I'm saying is no, it's a way in. If it's a way in, you know, does that mean when somebody's yawning, you can stick something in their mouth? You know, no, I, I was saying more you can, you know, you can start a conversation with them like, hey, seems like you're a bit sleepy. What uh, What's going on? Then maybe you can tell them about Christ. Or, you know, just it's a way in to weigh in. That almost sounds like a wrestler when you got to weigh in. You either have to be underweight or you got to be over. You got to be something. You either in wrestling, I think you have to be really, really skinny or you have to be really, really big. Something like that. No, I like that. Makes sense. I like my answer better. You know what I would say? I would say just wait till the service is over because we have an auditorium, not a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's kind of a little loophole that like when the service isn't happening here, here's another way to look at it is that the actual building is not the church because doesn't Jesus tell us that we are the church, that we are the, you know, the hands and feet. You're the little hands of the body of Christ, aren't you, Seth? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's neat. You know, Christ a- had small hands. Maybe he did have small hands. That's probably why they had to put the nail through his wrist. Amen. Cecily Peacekeeper was played by Emily Fightmaster. Check them out on Shrill on Hulu and follow them at Genderless Gap Ad. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. 